Tonight's show is being brought to you by Russell's Marina Grill. Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your March 2nd edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We always start off our show with a prayer. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thank you so much for an exciting state championship week. It was just amazing. I thank you for the good hospitality. I thank you for the safe travels. Thank you for the great weather and for the good sportsmanship that we had on the field. And really the camaraderie, uh, something that's really, I think, missing in club soccer. I'm really praying Thanksgiving that uh, that we had all these things. I pray that the show can continue to promote the game according to your will. In Christ's name we pray, amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Hey, everybody, I'm Coach Alan DeRoto. I'm the head soccer coach at Dolo Sal and also the uh, director of coaching of soccer innovations. And yes, uh, club ball is in full swing now. And uh, already the pettiness and the arguing and the recruiting violations and all this. Oh, it's just such a headache. Of uh, To me, it's a, it's a headache. Whereas in the state championships, it was really cool. Like when the game was over, you know, both teams actually appreciated each other. And they were not hating each other. And, you know, uh, uh, there was camaraderie between the two coaches and all the coaches in the, in the press box. And, you know, we're kind of like, you know, it's a fraternity sorority kind of thing. And, you know, we all get along. Then we go to club ball and it's like, okay, let's get the hatchets and let's go to war. And, and uh, I don't know, I just, uh, I hate high school soccer ending because now i got to wait another year for high school soccer to start. And I try to make peace with club ball as much as I can. And I'm in the New Orleans area and there's not much peace to be had. There's just too many factions getting more and more every day and trying to straddle the fence and try to help all of them because we want to help the game, number one. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, anybody who's paying attention to club ball sees that, you know, we're just getting more and more and more competitive, uh, not competitive to beat Arkansas, competitive to pl- to go after the same players and and uh, and some of us to make a profit off of them. So we're going to talk about club ball maybe a month from now, okay, because they're going to have some seriously big league games coming up. Right now, let's enjoy high school ball for for another uh, uh, session or two. All right, at the end of our show tonight, we're going to talk to Taraj Body and get a chance to um, – interview him uh, because I was a confirmation. Uh, uh, now, you want to listen to all the interviews I have with all the winning head coaches and all the MVPs. They're on our fo- Facebook live page, uh, MNFUTBOL on Facebook. Uh, and they're all right there. And, uh, and and all those games that we streamed and everything we've ever done on Facebook, including all of our shows, uh, are there. Now, you can go to um, uh, anchor.fm or you can go to Crescent City Sports and uh, see all of our episodes on the Monday Night Football blog. And and uh, and so anyhow, it, it, it's all it's all at your fingertips. And again, if you did watch the news, I watched a few newscasts, and I was on one of them on Wednesday. Uh, it's we get two minutes, two minutes, you know, by so and so one, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, then you give about twelve minutes to talk about Zion, which that's what you know the people in New Orleans and Louisiana what they want to hear about that, you know, and. And so we deserve a, mo- a media, and this is it uh, that I can see, um, where we have extended 
interviews, extended conversations. And I appreciate Russell's Marina Girl for keeping us on the air, especially this month. I ask for more sponsors to do the same. And, uh, and, um, Anyhow, it just justifies the time that I spend and the time that my producer spends making this show and all the travel, all the money we spent traveling. It, it costs almost $250 to cover the playoffs this weekend. Okay, so let's talk about them. The state finals, uh, we always start, start off with the girls. The uh, Let's start with Division One. You couldn't get a more thriller, uh, thrilling, excuse me, end than the North Shore Mandeville final. Uh, three to two, uh, Mandeville had a game plan when they came in, and uh, they executed it, and they had North Shore on their heels. It was hard for North Shore uh, really to uh, be hungry, I guess, because they beat them four nothing earlier. But hey, you don't win your game on last week's um, efforts. We tried to get Coach Sean Esker on 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 the last week episode. It couldn't. But I got Coach Lazaro in, and and he was you could tell that he was concerned about that. And sure enough, at halftime, he's dealing with the one nothing deficit, and then he's he's got to deal with that. And and then they came back strong. And then my hats off to Mandeville. Mandeville came back strong, and it was just a seesaw battle. Into that very, very, very last play, you know, uh, very, very hard fought game, and, and both of these teams should be proud. This is an example of of two teams who were champions when they walked on the field and champions when they walked off. Okay, there's a difference between a winner and a champion, y'all. We have many champions this year, not just eight. Okay, lots of them. Uh, there's, there's been so many memorable uh, finishes this year. It's just to walk out with the state championship trophy is 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 uh I, th- I, I call that is gravy you know a lot of you coaches who are listening and players you had a great season this year just because you didn't win the state championship doesn't mean that you didn't have a great season ben franklin is an example of that in division two ben franklin versus st thomas moore uh they had a specific strategy uh coach <laughs> man let me tell you something uh uh, Jose Ferran, uh, that was a great strategy. You have one of the best keepers in the state. Let's go to a PK shootout. And me and St. Thomas Moore was doing everything they could to score, and they just could not. All right, Ben Franklin was giving them the outside but taking away the middle, and that bus was parked. And uh, and then they got to the shootout, and but but the keeper was hurt. And uh, and and they just barely won the shootout, St. Thomas Moore, but they won it. And, and uh, they're the number one seed. Let me tell you, those girls were happy. They were elated. Go look at my Facebook page. You have Coach Underwood dancing in the background in one of my, one of our videos. And then in Division Three, you got University. Uh, boy, University swept boys and girls. University beat Loyola Prep one to nothing, and 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 also a classic game. University really just hung with them, and Loyola tried really hard. Loyola was the number one seed, and and I think rightly so. But university just just took it to them, and uh, it wasn't like they took it to them and beat them with five goals. Just one goal in this state championship was like five goals in all but one of the games, really. And uh, uh, and it's just it was a hard monkey to snap off. And Loyola stayed focused, and Loyola uh, wound up coming up with the win. And when it came to the girls' game, Isidore Newman uh, had to play a really tenacious and tough fourth seed, Christ Episcopal. And who gave them all they can handle? And Isidore Newman just kept plugging away, plugging away. They were they were the better team, you know. And Christ Episcopal just expended everything that they had to beat Homer Christian on the road two to one, and uh, who was the number one seed. So to me, Christ Episcopal walked off uh, uh, a champion. Now, when it comes to the boys, Division One, uh, at least it wasn't a yawning game between St. Paul's and Catholic Baton Rouge. 
Catholic Baton Rouge gave us look. Catholic Baton Rouge gave everything they had, and when that game was over, there was nothing left of the tank. And those guys should be really proud of what they did. And uh, St. Paul's is not number one for a reason. They've not been to ten straight state championships for nothing. Okay, they're quality. They they really play an excellent brand of soccer. They're physical. They're fast. Their passes are accurate. The shots are lethal. Uh, just watching St. Paul's is you watch how, how soccer should be done. And our Catholic gave them a little run for their money. Uh, but but St. Paul's wins two nothing. And then the Holy Cross St. Thomas More game. Uh, Whew. I mean, Holy Cross uh, uh, on a rebuilding year, even though they're the number one seed in a rebuilding year, they really uh, uh, hang, hung tough. St. Thomas More was a, was a tough opponent. And Holy Cross, uh, you know, there's something to be said for experience. This is their third time around. And those kids, you can watch the interview on Facebook Live, uh, Monday Night Football. Or you can see that they were happy to win it. They weren't used to winning it. Uh, it was It meant a lot to them. And uh, Holy Cross now is on a serious run, three state championships in a row. Then you had University of Vanderbilt for Division Three, and uh, University Lab started off the season in a lot, a lot of uh, uh, mess, like they were just really getting started again. But then they were able to change it around, turn it around, and become the number two seed, and then took care of business all the way through. And then they shut out Van- a very good Vanderbilt Catholic team. Okay, Vanderbilt Catholic, uh, shut out Loyola Prep in the semis. You can see that game in its entirety on, on Monday Night Football. And uh, and then uh, and then University Lab uh, uh, really took a tome and then and then and then uh, protected that one zero lead. And then finally, the the game we're going to focus on today because I couldn't because I was at a confirmation uh, for one of my uh, students. Um, Isidore Newman wound up uh, beating Episcopal, but only in the narrowest of margins, one nothing. So. Again, that was one of those five goat one equals five kind of games. I want to talk to Coach Taraj Potty after the break, but y'all, uh, uh, if you bothered to come to the games and watch them at all, or just keep up with them, you got your money's worth. There wasn't a boring game out there. We 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 were entertained from beginning to end, and uh, unlike what you're going to see with basketball, and basketball, half of the games are going to be yawners because half of those teams don't belong in the state finals, but the, half of these teams are going to win state championships because they split the public and private schools. Here are public and private schools went toe to toe with each other. And, uh, and, and, you know, um, almost 50, 50, uh, in a way, if you ask me, because it's kind of hard to look at some teams as, you know, as not, there's really different types of private schools, you know, and, and there's definitely different kind of public schools. You got select public schools and you have the non-select and, but we're all in the same bucket. And so when we got to the state finals, that bucket was solidified. The, the cream rose to the top. You had your two best teams despite their seeds. And, and we got an entertaining match. So my hats off to the LHSAA, to Southeastern, to all the coaches who prepared, every coach was prepared. Every game, every team had a game plan. Every team knew what was going to happen, what their strengths were, what their weaknesses were. If you're a student of the game, it was a pleasure to watch all of it. Uh, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful state championship. Tonight's show is being brought to you by Russell's Marina Grill. Russell's Marina Grill is located on the lakefront at 9555 Pontchartrain Avenue. And they serve breakfast every, every day. And not just any breakfast, uh, breakfast that you've never seen before, like eggs poncho train, with fried cream tomatoes, uh, eggs, egg, English muffins, smoked con bacon, poached eggs topped with hollandaise sauce. Are you kidding me? Chocolate chip waffles. 
Okay, the house special too, if you want a, just a normal breakfast, two pancakes, two eggs, a side of pecan, smoked bacon, a sausage, or you could go to the big time one and uh, uh, you can get the uh, barbecued shrimp with grits. Uh, my goodness, okay, with uh, with some toast on the side. Uh, that, that's for breakfast, y'all. So give them a try. And, and for those of you who, who want to, uh, they have the big original, Big Al's original Bloody Mary uh, over there, uh, which could top off your morning, especially if you had a brunch uh, on uh, Sunday. So Russell's Marina Grill, 8555 Pontchartrain Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana, 70124. Reservations call 504-282-9980, 504-282-9980, and we thank them for their support. We come back, we're going to talk to Coach Taraj Body on Monday Night Football, your most feed soccer. We'll see you after the break. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football. And now we're here with the Division IV State Championship coach, Taraj Body. Welcome, coach. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so have you come down from cloud nine yet? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen for uh, <laughs> for good, better times. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, back to reality this morning at going to work so yeah yeah but I, I would keep i would stay as high as a kite as long as you can because yeah. you know y- you've been coaching high school soccer a long time it's you know it's always special when you get to the promised land you know yeah oh absolutely absolutely i mean now uh, our goal this year was to get to the game and uh play the game and hopefully win it and i gotta tell you um i was much more relaxed when he was zero zero, as soon as we scored a goal, that's when I got nervous. So, <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Yeah. yeah. Well, explain that goal. How did y'all get it? Well, so our game plan was uh, offensively to keep possession. We knew that they would play a uh, direct ball. Uh, so what we wanted to do was to keep possession and not give up any shots close to our goal. And offensively, just to attack their outside defenders and test their goalkeeper. Well, we didn't do much of that first half. Right. Um, we were very, we were very conservative. We were, we were trying not to make any mistakes. Kind of like we were just feeling them out. But they were doing the same thing too. Um, at halftime, we told them, "It's like we got forty minutes. Let's start taking some chances." I think we were. We were possessing the ball more than they did. So, okay. and, um, and we started harping on taking shots on goal. I mean, the shot that he took was perhaps a bit lucky, but, uh, you know, hey, uh, we wanted to shoot on, on their goal, and hopefully one of them was going to go in. So, and uh, to our luck, it went in. So. Uh-huh. But the whole thing was to attack him from the outside because the best player was playing center back and we were trying to occupy him with our center forward and uh, hope that we can beat their outside defenders. So uh, it it sort of worked out. So, but the game changed when you got the lead, right? Yeah. When we got the lead, there was like 20 minutes remaining and it was still plenty of time. So he didn't make any changes. Um, we were still going the same way, but then he moved his center back um, to uh, up front, and they were playing three five two, and that's where we we were actually 
getting better chances as uh, they were pushing forward. Yeah. So, and our goal was, you know, 80 minutes. Let's not make any mistakes. Let's keep them in front of us, not give up any free kicks outside of 18, and don't let them take, uh, take clear shots on goal. So I think my back line did a tremendous job of doing that. So, How many saves did your goalie have? Do you know? Oh, God, I don't. Okay. Um, I really don't. Uh, he did make some mistakes, but uh, he was also made some saves for us. Uh, um, he uh, wasn't able. He was injured last year in state championship games, so he was he didn't play last year. But he started his uh, freshman year when Matt Jacquet was coaching on that state championship game. So this was his senior year, and he got to play. So we were excited that uh, he was able to be there because he's uh, very athletic, very tall. So uh, he helped us a lot. Excellent. Who was your MVP? Who my MVP? I would like not to for say the year. I'm talking about for the game. Yeah. Well, you know, they gave it to the kid who scored the goal to of Charlie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I perhaps will give it to my back line. To yeah. be totally honest with you, they were very solid, especially in the air, knowing that uh, Episcopal was going to play long ball. Um, so I was especially, especially my right back. My right back was extremely. He's a freshman, and um, I noticed that uh, the coach kept moving their forward number seven from his side to the other side because he wasn't getting anywhere. <laughs> so yeah. he was he he had a one heck of a game. But I will say overall, my entire back line was just super. All right. Well. Um... And now, now you got the state championship in the bag. Uh, how how are the kids reacting to it? Well, you know, this has been uh, a year long mission for them. Um, the way we lost uh, the championship last year, uh, the entire the entire season it was eighty minutes of soccer. We're going to try to finish the games and make sure that uh, we have no regrets. So, uh, needless to say, they were e extremely excited. Um, we had this goal to make it to the championship game again and hopefully win it, and they did that. And when you reach a goal like that, when you have it in the back of your head, it's just so gratifying. And uh, the kids were they, were, they were very excited. All right, so I got a lot of Division Four coaches listening. Okay, what do you have coming back next year? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even started thinking about next year. <laughs> okay, but they have. I know. So, they, uh, I, I already got a text message today to schedule a game. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not even ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> you had to slow down. Um, yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna lose a couple of good, very good players, a couple of seniors. I mean, my goalkeeper, obviously, but I have a soft, uh, I have a sophomore who's going to be a junior, very good goalkeeper. Um, but uh, I'm losing my number ten, Andres Perez, who's a senior, Emmett Morrison, who's a senior, uh, Chris Brubarker, who's a senior. So, and one of my center backs who's a senior. So, you know. There's a little bit of rebuilding, but uh, I'm hoping to get good players from uh, from my middle school and uh, we'll just plug them in and, see, and hope for the best. Yeah, and I tell you what, uh, you were on the show last week. You were talking about not going to, not going to tournaments. That surely yeah. worked in your favor because you were healthy and ready to go. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that, that was. It's like every game that we play. It's like okay, uh, 
score is isn't that big of a deal how many how many kids are injured <laughs> right 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 so and we went through the whole playoffs without any injuries so that was great okay and uh, and so now you got to you got to have to start thinking about next year um um, you've already been in this position before. How do you think you're going to rekindle your fire? Because winning back to back is hard, as you know. Oh, it's 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 extremely difficult. Um, try not to think about the goal is never to win the championships. Yeah, you want to win it, but you know, especially with this year, we started off in November, and our team from November to uh, last weekend. It's like two totally different teams. Uh, yeah. I, to be totally honest with you, I never thought that uh, our team will be in the state championship game. But they got better and better and better. And, you know, this is a cliche when you say you take it one game at a time. Um, but that's what we want to do. We want to get better every game. And, you know, I'm sure you notice my schedule. I really don't care about who I play. I just want to get better. And by playing tough teams, you know, you give your your kids chance to get some experience and play better games. So, you know, that's how we're going to do it next year too. So we start off slow in November and hopefully by the time playoff comes, we are uh, peaking. Yeah. I tell you what, I would like to take a class about how to do the power ranking system. Cause I, I was talking to I'll, coaches in the, uh, in the, press I'll, be, talks, so. I'll be there. If you, if you start <laughs> that class, it's like some of them, they're like, they're, they're scientists on it, but, <laughs> but, but they don't win the state championship. Now, wow. I, I've no, all no due respect for all the coaches that are listening that I talk to, you know, I mean, is your goal to make it into the playoffs? Are you goal to, to win it? And I, I think, like you said, if your goal is to win the championship, then you kind of, miss the boat anyway by the same token if you're not trying to become the best team that you want to become then how do you expect to improve uh, to me yeah go ahead the, the biggest the biggest thing that 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 i look for and and this is you know i see these kids we finish in well let's say beginning of march and i see these kids in july or august and the first thing they tell me is we cannot wait to start high school season. <laughs> that is that is the biggest compliment you can get as a coach. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, what else do you want? You know, yeah, it would be fantastic to win a championship uh, to top it off. But, you know, when these kids are looking forward to it, they want to be that they want to compete. Well, that's half the battle. It really is. I started club ball tonight and already the drama, uh, you know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's like, it's, it's so nice. Like in high school, you're doing more than just winning games. You're developing, you're making a family almost, you know? Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm still like this was text messages from the players. That's like no practice today. I'm like, right. no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, so. it's hard to let go, you know? So you are yeah. club coach still, right? Yes, okay. I am club coach. I'm starting on Wednesday. So okay. yippee! So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just we don't, you know, people who are listening, soccer coaches don't get a break. We never get a break. It just never no. stops. Because if you stop in June and July, then you have you're not developing your high school team, and you need right. to be doing that. So it's never. My wife's had enough, and uh, <laughs> after what 38 years, yeah. but uh, but uh, I just never stop either. But but. Okay, compare to me. I found that you can't compare club to high school. Uh, no, you cannot. 
although it's it's a bit different for me because I'm coaching U18 boys and my son happens to be on a team. So oh, uh, I get I get time uh, I get a chance to spend time with my son. So that's always uh, and I have a great group of kids, you know. Uh, they're enjoying themselves, they're having fun. So and they're mostly Jesuit kids, so <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> so but, but heaven yeah, forbid you know, they had wish, fun, you know? Yeah, I mean I I wish I had a couple of weeks off, you know, obviously, just to regroup because it's such a different um atmosphere, club versus high school. So, you know, you just wanna recharge your battery and go into club season. But uh, that's not the possibility right now. It's not going to happen. Well, one thing no. good for you, though, is if you do win LCSL, that's going to be so early in March. You might have a chance to unwind in April yeah. while you're getting ready for, yeah. for summer. It's so weird. It's yeah, so- I'm looking forward to that because it's like by the end of this month, it's probably all over with. So Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. it like that. So, Well, Coach, I appreciate you coming on the on the, uh, on the uh, show. And anyway, you're always welcome on it. And we can't tell you how much how proud we are for the way your team won it. And, and uh, anyway, and I hope that you enjoy every minute of it. You deserve it. I- Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. God bless you. Right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Guys, uh, and that was uh, Coach Taraj uh, Badi, uh, uh, formerly with um, with Sacred Heart and definitely now uh, in the lore of Newman, one of the Newman State Championship coaches like Jerry Mueller and Matt Jacquet. And, uh, uh, and it's something that, you know, you can show your grandchildren later on and, uh, go to these walls. Somebody actually texted me, uh, they went to Brother Martin and, uh, they texted me a picture of our state championship picture today. It kind of picked me up, you know, that, um, all those championships are special and they can't take them away. But again, I want to back up the conversation that I had with Coach Underwood, uh, the uh, state championship coach from St. Thomas More's Girls. Is if your if your goal is to win a state championship, what happens if you lose it? You know, I think that was one of the most profound things I've heard this year. Uh, I learned a lot from that, and I've been I'm still chewing on it because my philosophy used to be, uh, and it better be again that uh, that oh, by name I've always used this as my philosophy, but that you should mostly develop champions, and then championships will follow. And sometimes it's just so hard to 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 stay focused on you're developing character and then you want to just win the game, you know, and winning the game is, you know, you got a 50, 50 chance there and you might lose it. And that's all your focus is. And then what's youth sports for? How many of these kids really going to make it? I had to explain to a parent today who told me that she wants her 15 year old boy to get a scholarship. It's like, do all of you listening out here know how hard it is to get a scholarship as a boy, as a girl, not hard at all. Okay. Uh, uh, Grambling needs soccer players because they don't care if their soccer team wins. They need girls soccer players so they can have a men's football team with Title IX. When it comes to boys soccer, uh, only there's only elite amount of schools in Division One that that you can go to. Division Two and Three, yeah, if you can pay the tuition, you can play. You know, NAIA is another animal. It's a beast actually, but a lot of Americans don't make those teams because those teams are full of. Uh, kids from South Africa, England, Norway, who want to get into the States and make a living of themselves here in the States, and they're like 24 years old. So NAI is a, a different animal. So when this lady told me uh, she wants
wanted her kid to get a scholarship, I had to sit her down and said, okay, okay, is he getting any letters? Uh, has he played ODP? Uh, do you even know what ODP is? <laughs> you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And of course the answer was no, 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 no. So, okay, well, don't expect a scholarship. You know, you, you can go play and try out for a team. But uh, scholarships are, are – uh, are very, very hard to do. And and if that was your goal as a coach is to give a kid a scholarship, then you kind of miss all the camaraderie that you just heard Taraj talk about, Coach Taraj, you know, that, uh, you know, trying to develop an extended family here, something that's going to last 25 years from now. Uh, ex, my ex-players can call me at any time, and uh, they're still family to me. And and those are things that you can't fake. You can't you can't uh, fake that. And the kids know if you're genuine or not, and, and they really do respond to the fact that you really, really do care. And uh, no matter what your record is, okay, uh, if you're doing your best, and the kids are doing their best. And then, you know, one of my best teams ever was a team that did not make the playoffs. That's a team that started the wild card process in LHSAA. And uh, and I'll never forget them. Their plaque is prominently in my view every day in my classroom. And, uh, and, and they know I'll never forget them, but they haven't forgotten me. Okay? And, and so it's uh, – um, it, it's, it's just – that's what's different about high school soccer. I've had a few club teams I was able to make family. But in high school, you're with each other six days a week, sometimes seven in some cases. And it's just a different animal. It's a great animal. And I am miserably sad that it's over. Okay. And now I'm starting the process all over again. And I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to enjoy as much of it as I can and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But boy, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here in front of the microphone telling you, I can't wait for high school soccer to start. Having said that, we're going to turn our attention next week to all the All-State players and all the All-State teams and all the uh, coaches of the year and try to give these kids recognition, give them a chance to have the microphone. It was good in the state championships that a lot of the kids got a chance to stay in front of the microphone and be heard. We got a lot of that on our Monday Night Football Facebook page. Go listen to them. Spread them out throughout the internet. You know, let, let make sure all their, fr- their friend bases know that they were on, uh, you know, on the screen. And, and I'm going to try to get them on the mic next week on Monday Night Football, your voice for you, soccer. Thank you for being aboard with us, and uh, may God bless you and your family, and uh, long live high school soccer in Louisiana. God bless. Bye-bye.